0: If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jabba the Hutt,
1: you'd probably not Jabba, been ah. <laughs>
0: Jabba. Hello, Star Wars fans, and you are very welcome to episode ten of Blob of the Hutt. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome, and will gladly pay you the reward of twenty-five thousand. So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. I'm your host, Kate, and I'm joined by other host, Gary. How's it going, Gary?
1: Hello, Kate. How are you doing?
0: Doing good. Star Wars brain. Still oh, yeah. big time. <laughs> but anyway, let's just get into it, I guess. like So now we're post-The Rise of Skywalker, post-Skywalker trilogy. How are you feeling about that?
1: It hasn't really settled in, and I've seen the film five times already. So um, five. <laughs> yeah, well, I was involved with uh, t- two press screenings, and then the, you know, a midnight showing, and then a- an additional two. So it's been um, it's been a whirlwind few days. I bet. <laughs> but you you can't say much. You've been you've been through the ringer more so than me. <laughs>
0: Yeah I'm still a little exhausted I don't know if you could tell like in my voice I don't know if I'm getting sick or what But um, Yeah the 24 hour marathon Plus we drove through the night The night before that And we did Universal Studios Did a little more Hollywood stuff And then we came home So Yeah
1: you were uh, You were referred to as legendary On the, the Facebook page <laughs>
0: Amazing, thank you, whoever said that.
1: (laughs) Well, what you did was pretty. I think we'll we'll
0: talk about that a little more later on in this episode, right? So I won't get I won't get too into the details right now, but it was quite the experience. (laughs) Anyways, so for this episode, we're gonna talk like our initial reactions to the Rise of Skywalker, and also a little comic book that came out called The Rise of Kylo Ren. So should should we start off with that?
1: Yep, let's start off with that. No better place to start, considering it seems uh, it's pretty much sold out worldwide. Most places are uh, most places are waiting for a second printing.
0: Wow, that's a- insane.
1: Yeah, it's the the reception has been unbelievable, and the first time I read it, I was still picking my jaw off the floor. It was just whoa.
0: Wow. So. I was able to pick up a copy when we went to Universal Studios, actually. There was a comic book store kind of like on the outside of the park. So, I want to give a shout out to them. Things from Another World.
1: Sweet.
0: Yeah, it was a really cool comic book store. and So, we kind of walked around there for a little and I was like, okay, I better get this. (laughs) But, but yeah. So, oh, did you ever get it here back from the creators
1: i was actually speaking to uh mr sliny at the press screening nice and we should have a a little interview coming up with him at some point
0: amazing
1: so yeah that's gonna be uh that's gonna be very exciting and that will be one of the the points that we will be touching on with this comic is the artwork
0: for sure very cool yeah, it's we were talking a little bit about that there's some interesting details with the artwork. So you you have to you'll have to ask about that when you do the interview.
1: Oh, I will be, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. So, do you want um I only kind of did a brief little reading of it after my 24-hour marathon. So, you probably have a better overview and understanding of it. So, do you want to just get into it and tell us what what uh comic number one is about
1: so the essential premise with this comic is one line and it will sum it up and it is with ben solo's fall to the dark side of the force will come the rise of kylo ren so this is a four issue uh, edition and this was an extended edition i think it was uh, something like 30 pages, maybe?
0: Mm.
1: So it's quite a it, it's quite a large comic for a first edition. So this is almost the uh, Ben Solo origin story, if you will. Mm-hmm. Cool, and the book is broken into sort of two small segments. Uh, a story long ago. Mm-hmm. And then where we meet with Ben Solo chronologically is the falling of the Jedi Temple on Two.
0: interesting
1: and what it shows us to set the tone and this is spoiler alert if you have not read the comics so just beware of it the first image that we see reveals to us what Ren is
0: So I was telling you earlier when I I just like opened it, you know, and I kind of turned right to the title page and I missed that whole little section because I thought it was like a preview for a different comic or something. So if you're not, if you don't read a lot of comics like me, just be aware of that.
1: So, yes, it turns out that Ren is a person.
0: So how long ago do you think that is? Like Knights of the Old Republic era? or
1: I wouldn't even hazard a guess. That's something that I am going to be asking as one of my questions. Okay. Though it is probably best directed to Charles Slowell as opposed to uh, Will Sliney. But gotcha. we, can, uh, we can still ask. And what we see of Wren is this faceless mask with some red etching almost... Built into the, the front portion of what would be the visor. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a little ode to Kylo's mask in The Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. Have you spotted it? Spotted what it is?
0: Oh, I thought you're not talking about the little red stuff yeah. on the mask. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Like when, he, yeah. when he reforges it?
1: Yeah. Ah. So that looks like a little bit of a an ode there to The Rise of Skywalker.
0: So if... Ren's a person you know I remember like when they announced Kylo right away a lot of people were saying it's like a combination of Skywalker and Solo
1: and Solo yeah
0: so I wonder if that's gonna factor in
1: well that's 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 one of the biggest unknowns is it but at least we do know now that Ren is uh, a person Mm -hmm. and one of the more kind of common theory slash I suppose instinctual theories drawn to was that Ren was going to be maybe some form of, of a deity or an individual hmm. and in this case it appears to be correct and from looking at this individual he has been through some serious stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: his body is essentially mutilated
0: yeah.
1: it, looks, it looks like borns from fire doesn't it yeah it could be And a a very, very shredded, torn cape.
0: Yeah. Do you think the Knights of Ren then are like direct descendants from whatever this is?
1: Well, considering the next couple of images are rounding up people to become Knights of Ren. Right. But to further complicate matters, he says, I am called Ren, but that's not my name.
0: Hmm. So who is that?
1: Yeah. Correct. The first premise brings us through them tracking down some force users who they perhaps hope they can convince to become Knights of Ren. Mm -hmm. But as we said we're kind of trying to avoid potential spoilers here for people who haven't read this part. It doesn't end quite well but from what we see here this is an individual who has dedicated their life to the darker side of the force and we see in front of us a red lightsaber. So this is clearly an incredibly cryptic journey that we're going to be going on. Yep. And by the way, we have to give a shout out to Will Sliney for the artwork. I mean, wow.
0: Yeah, so good.
1: And it was was Guru EFX that did the colouring and it is just absolutely beautiful.
0: Amazing.
1: But I suppose jump to light speed ahead... Mm-hmm. to where we would most be familiar within canon right in that we arrive at the burning temple of Luke Skywalker
0: mhm
1: and all we see is ben solo emerging from the flames yep and it's at this point we we get quite a quite what i think is a big reference to the last jedi in that there are three jedi masters who arrive at the Jedi Temple,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they are unable to sense anything through the Force. Mm. So this is already Master Skywalker thought to be dead, essentially having cut himself off from the Force. Right. And we see Ben Solo in his Jedi attire. Yep. For which it is quite beautiful as well, isn't it? It's a very, it's a very sort of classic Jedi look. Yeah. With the long robe. And then cut to the emergence, essentially, of what we would know as the Kylo Ren tantrums begin to appear. <laughs> of which, the three Jedi Masters attempt to reason with young Skywalker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But unfortunately, as you could probably hazard a guess, Kate, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I love the comment from Ben Solo... And I think it's quite a quite a nice moment when you see this, Kate, is that all he wanted to do was leave. Mm-hmm. And he told them they should go too. He had no interest in fighting, which I thought was quite a nice um, break in character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're seeing both sides of the coin.
0: It's almost like when Ahsoka decided to leave the Jedi Order.
1: Yes, but we see the initial level of ben solo's power in that he si- he is able to sense fear in all three of the jedi masters well we're we're assuming they're jedi masters aren't we
0: but they're not
1: Hmm. well one would at least assume so
0: oh i thought you were going to say they're not
1: <laughs> no 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 we we don't actually know uh. no they could be former students as well coming back from a mission
0: Right, gotcha.
1: But I can imagine that they are Jedi Masters. Huh. But then, as one would assume happens with Ben Solo in one of his tantrums, a battle ensues. <laughs> and I love one of the comments that is thrown in there. And when it mattered, I was stronger than Luke Skywalker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For which, in that instance, if we're led to believe it, he was. But he also has the audacity to tell the three of them, I'm stronger than all of you put together. <laughs> and I want. Yeah, but I wanted to get your thoughts on this segment, Kate. Mm-hmm. This is a piece of uh, script from Ben Solo, and it says, I'm stronger than all three of you put together. Skywalker made us act like we were all equal but you all know the truth i was this temple's prize student
0: <laughs> yeah the, he wasn't that, wrong was he that that is interesting go on well like especially too since he was not only was he luke's nephew but they have that mighty skywalker blood so mm-hmm. so that is that is a good point
1: so you think he uh he was he he was quoting sort of his lineage as well, if you like.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving on then, we see Ben Solo leaving the Jedi Temple with his droid. So you'll be happy there, Kate there's another new droid.
0: Yeah, I know I remember that part.
1: <laughs> and we also get a first look at Ben Solo's ship. Mm-hmm. And it's quite an interesting design. How so? Well, if you look at it, the back of it almost looks like the the lightspeed drive of the Falcon. Mm. But from the front, it has these huge, what essentially look like these massive ion cannons. Uh, yeah. And I'm just going to be directing you to this line, Kate, because I thought this was sensational. Their attempt, the Jedi Masters get into their ship and attempt to track... Ben Solo down, Mm -hmm. only to find that he is on an attack run. Mm -hmm. And one of the Jedi Masters calls for evasive action. Mm -hmm. And I thought the comment afterward was absolutely fantastic.
0: We can't evade him.
1: And the reason they can't evade him is to quote what's in the book Ben's father is one of the greatest pilots, and his uncle blew up a Death Star. Yeah. (laughs) So, in other words,. They hadn't got a prayer. Yep. But to see a little bit more, we see a jump to Ben Solo mm-hmm. in that he doesn't kill them. Right. And that little uh, little picture of Leia thrown in the middle. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think she sensed in the Force what was happening?
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: Because that then is a prelude to Kylo Ren communicating with a with a certain individual.
0: Who now we have more information about. <laughs> yes, we do. So for... Are you going to get into the Rise of Skywalker spoilers? Is that why you told me not to read it before?
1: Yeah, there were some parts of that. Yeah, that was why. Okay. So we'll maybe leave that for the um, for the for the, the Rise of Skywalker discussion itself.
0: Okay. Because I'm sure it will come up.
1: Oh it will come up absolutely but we'll we'll maybe talk about that more in the the movie segment. Okay. So anyway to digress we see some flashbacks of what was going on and Kylo communicating with Snoke.
0: Who has a and very also... interesting wardrobe in this? <laughs> yes, he,
1: yes he does indeed. So getting onto that then Ben Solo arrives at this the best way I could describe the Kate is an eco dome. Yeah. It's like a a planet wrapped in some kind of greenhouse type material. It looks like a giant robotic greenhouse. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling it in maybe in a, 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 a sort of a an eco planet, an ecosystem. Right. That is clearly shielded from the outside world. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's here that we meet Snoke in all his glory <laughs> but what I like most is there's no supreme leader talk yeah it is just Snoke
0: interesting
1: and Snoke is wearing a particular outfit and headdress Mm-hmm. now I was speculating that this might have been some sort of robes maybe depicting royalty of some sort or yeah Service to an an organisation. There are small designs on the the robes. And they just look like flowers. Which is what they are surrounded by. On this planet.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah but again the most interesting thing is. No talk of Supreme Leader. Just Snoke. Hmm. And we see a line from Ben Solo. Snoke look what Master Luke did to you. Yeah. So. Clearly, there has been a confrontation between Luke and Snoke at some point, however recent that is.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: That remains to that remains to be seen.
0: Interesting.
1: But that leads us off then with Ben Solo suggesting that his next move is the Knights of Ren, and he has been thinking mm-hmm. about this. And that is where the chapter ends.
0: Ooh crazy
1: yeah and then we get a look at the cover for issue two which shows ben solo and luke skywalker actually in combat with the knights of ren so they are quite familiar to both ben solo and luke skywalker
0: and we have to wait till what january 15th did it say uh
1: the 15th of january yeah it is huh So I really do think this is going to be a comic that fans are not going to want to miss out on. And we we have long wanted the story of Ben Solo to be told. And we are finally getting that. But I think in the end, we have to say the first issue was fantastic. An enormous credit to everyone involved with this, especially Charles Soule and Will Mm Slimey. I mean, the the artwork and the coloring, is just breathtaking. And it was Guru EFX who did the, the coloring mm-hmm. as well.
0: So if you haven't picked it up already, go get it, people.
1: <laughs> it's unfortunately it looks like it's sold out worldwide. They are digital? hoping there's going to be a second printing. Digital, I would assume that's still fine. I think it's hard yeah. copy, is the.
0: Wow, well, maybe I got one problem. of the last ones.
1: Potentially you could have.
0: Huh. All right, so is that it for our comic discussion?
1: yeah i don't think we can say much more with respect to that only roll on issue two
0: for sure yeah anyway so shall we get on to our main discussion i guess
1: (laughs) this is the main event
0: all right let's do it punch it chewy Okay, so Rise of Skywalker. Woo! You've seen it five times. I've seen it two times now. I have. Um, so when you left the theater after you saw it the first time, how did you feel? Like, what were your feelings?
1: I was feeling delighted that we predicted some of the bigger things that yeah, happened. Yeah,
0: we did. <laughs>
1: We did. We did indeed. Yeah, we were. And I was trying to go back through to some of the the older episodes, mm-hmm. um, to to find where we started discussing that. But also, Kate, the preview show that we released the morning of the Irish Press mm-hmm. premiere, one of my big big predictions in that came to Which fruition. One
0: are you talking about?
1: So I was very very pleased with that that we would see a mirroring of Vader saving Luke.
0: Oh, okay.
1: In. What happened with Leia, Kylo, and Rey? Mm-hmm. So that was very, very, very pleasing in in that respect.
0: Oh, by the way, uh, major spoiler alert! <laughs> if you're listening to this, you probably already figured that out. But I know I I remember when you were asking me the questions. What do you say about? I definitely thought there was going to be Ben Redemption. So.
1: Yeah, I think it got to the point where we were realizing that there sort of had to be Ben Demption, and that's something I want to touch on as one of my sort of main points about the, the rise of Skywalker, but it was how Ben Demption was going to come right. about was the the big question and I'm glad personally for myself I was I was pretty spot on in regards to that.
0: So we both kind of thought Raylo was a long shot.
1: Yeah, well I mean technically can you call it rainbow? <laughs> I mean, it was so fleeting. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was very, very fleeting, and it was one kiss. You know, and considering <laughs> that that poignant moment was wiped out fairly quickly, about five <laughs> seconds True. later.
0: That was. I was a little surprised I mean, by that. I was like, "What?"
1: Yeah that 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 was one of my my negatives in that. But again, it it was nice to have two such contrasting moments. Yeah. And it it really did play with everyone's emotions, which which is great yeah. when a film does that. So you know? thumbs
0: up, thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: Oh, definitely thumbs up for me. Um, some questionable choices, right. obviously, but we have to accept at this stage that you are never going to to be pleasing oh, any yeah. to be pleasing everyone. The film felt rushed in some parts, and I don't think it was expanded on enough in some areas. But considering the task jj had on his hands which let's be honest it was yeah. mammoth and you you sort of know my feelings towards jj and i was really hoping he would pull it off and in the end when everything is stacked on top of each other i think he really did an incredible job i don't think he could have done any better i loved
0: it i'm one thing you know after i started reading everybody's thoughts and everything i'm surprised how divisive Although, I guess I shouldn't be.
1: No, definitely not. And that usually is the beauty of our fandom. But I do think with Rise of Skywalker, you can definitely understand why people didn't yeah. like it.
0: For me, I, like, I know a lot of people are really upset that he didn't go with J.J.'s line. La- I mean, that J.J. didn't go with Ryan's whole raise. And no, nobody- but she actually is a no one, you know. But I actually like...
1: I was ho- I yeah i i was hoping it was gonna go that way personally like i said you know she doesn't yeah you actually brought
0: that up in the somebody of
1: lineage thing, didn't you? yeah i certainly did but i think how they did it was quite quite good and we have
0: to give a shout out to our fearless leader jamie who called this way back yeah. in the Blaba, original Blaba days
1: yeah, um, the episode that we recorded for that, but we had two or three episodes where we started seeing things, didn't yeah, we? Yeah,
0: but there was one episode where it was just like, who is Ray? Or it was like all about Ray, and that was one of his theories. Crazy. So I have a feeling if you go back now to, and watch episode seven and eight again, you'll see more and more clues. <laughs> one thing I, one thing I definitely, oh yeah, definitely. thought of was in episode eight. Which is funny because a lot of people are saying JJ just wiped out all of Ryan's work and everything, but like there's like the part where she's on Octu and Luke says that you went straight for the dark. Like I feel like that's a clue.
1: Yeah, and obviously this time Luke caught the saber.
0: Yeah, I love that part.
1: But the first time he he didn't, so people are maybe saying that's taken away from from what Ryan did a little bit and. Obviously, there was some course correction with respect to Last Jedi. But I do think in certain aspects, it gave you more. I don't want to say an appreciation. I suppose more of an understanding of potentially Mm -hmm. why Last Jedi went the way it did now again. I will always preface this by saying I did like Last Jedi, but I had major issues with it like everyone else as well. But in some respects, I do think it gave a better understanding of why it went in the direction Mm -hmm. that it did. Totally. But again, you're again, you're never going to going to please everybody with with respect. I know. Like after
0: I saw after I watched the movie, um, I just, you know, like you you leave with a certain feeling like I really like that. And I, not only that, but I thought, like, this movie enhanced Episode 7 and Episode 8.
1: And I've seen contrasting reports that says it made 7 and 8 look more <laughs> terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean,
0: to each his own, I guess.
1: Yeah. Again, you're never going to please anybody. But on on the positive side of things, I think it was a, a very, very fitting ending even though there there were you know some yeah. negatives by the way though enormous shout out to John Williams
0: oh for sure in the
1: in the name of the maker that soundtrack is just breathtaking
0: yeah it's beautiful
1: and if that is his last hurrah mhm i hope and pray that we can follow the trend in Obviously, his legacy will forever live on. There will never be another John Williams and we wouldn't want one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I believe they are, you know, if it is John Williams' last one, you never know what the future holds. But I do think there is a a ready-made replacement if and when opportunity knocks. Giacchino? Yeah, I, th- I think that would be the way to go. I mean, still to this day, the Rogue One soundtrack just so blows good. my mind and it's 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 just sensational especially
0: given the amount of time he had like give give him like a more decent amount of time and just imagine what he would come up with
1: well he did it in six weeks if people want to know the truth
0: yeah is that not and
1: the reason we know that is is i have interviewed the man and talked to him multiple (laughs) times
0: what is like normal what's the normal amount of time that they get
1: some people it could be months, but he put it all together in six weeks, yeah. essentially. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: So good. But yeah, I definitely recommend listening to that soundtrack. Especially the Rise of Skywalker track. Like it's so pretty.
1: It's 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 incredible. It really and truly is. Um the music the musical placement in the film was spot on.
0: Mm-hmm so good
1: with it so shall we talk about uh, the positives shall we keep this yeah. uh, positive atmosphere going yes so would you like to start or do you want me to plow along
0: um go for it
1: so the greatest thing about this trilogy for me without a shadow of a doubt is adam driver
0: I knew you were going to say that.
1: <laughs> Adam Driver worked absolute miracles. And I would go so far as to say, and I was speaking about this with our illustrious leader and yourself as well, <laughs> that I personally believe, and I may get flack for this, but it it is just, you know, solely my opinion, that Adam Driver is potentially the greatest actor we have had in our fandom. Wow. In terms of pure acting talent. Mm. And what made my mind up about that was, you know, he did an incredible job with Ben Ben Solo and and Kylo Ren. You know, Mm -hmm. our, our our end picture of that character from Force Awakens versus Rise of Skywalker is totally different. True, And it makes me believe that every little bit of a tantrum, every little nuance of, you know, this petulant child... Mm -hmm. In Force Awakens and Last Jedi. That was 100% intentional. Mm -hmm. It was intentional in every sense of the word. But then to spin to the last third of the movie. Mm -hmm. Adam Driver has absolutely very little dialogue. Yeah. And just his facial expressions. His body language. You know how he moves. How he looks. Right. Right you could literally see the moment where Ben Solo appears from under the shadow of Kylo yep. Ren.
0: Yep, that, I think I said that in our chat group. <laughs> you can tell the second the evil lifts from him.
1: And Kay, he did that without words.
0: Yeah, that's talent.
1: That was done without words. Personally, it, it was summed up for me in this way. I seen a comment on Twitter and it was brilliant. The comment was... Can somebody check on Adam Driver? I can't imagine he's healthy after carrying this entire trilogy by himself. <laughs> but he was that good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm seeing comments now as well, and I'm so happy about it. And it ties in nicely with the the rise of Kylo Ren comic in that Ben Solo and Kylo Ren are potentially one of the most interesting characters to ever come out
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the Star Wars realm
0: yeah that
1: that that's a personal feeling for for me yep so my number one about this movie and across the entire trilogy is adam driver
0: awesome so should i go with something i thought was positive absolutely okay let's
1: keep it going let's keep it positive
0: <laughs> so of course it's no surprise i would love like anything droid related <laughs> But like I was so surprised that Dio actually like like had a voice and talked.
1: Yeah, spoke English. I was very very surprised, but I thought it was it was fantastic.
0: And did you see who did the voice?
1: No, I didn't actually.
0: JJ Abrams.
1: Was it JJ did the voice? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow.
0: So I lo- I love Dio's little voice. It was so cute. And it was funny cuz like during the movie I was like, "Oh, I love him. He's so neurotic." And then in the credits it says that JJ did his voice. Oh wow! And I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." And, He's pretty. Neurotic. And by the
1: way, not not to be jumping on your parade, but a shout out for the voicing talent that come into this movie.
0: Yeah, lots of good stuff.
1: But yeah, I I completely agree. Dio was such a surprise, and he was <laughs> so cute.
0: And then he knew, like he kind of helped everyone, you know, because he knew all that stuff about Ray.
1: I thought the squeaky wheel scene was great.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: I thought I thought it was wonderful as well when he was zooming around BB8 and BB8 was just rotating on his ball.
0: <laughs> Love it. I'd so say cute. Brian
1: Herring was dizzy doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so good.
1: It was. Shall we? Shall we go on another one? Yeah. Speaking of cute little things, <laughs> Babu Frick.
0: Ah, uh, you stole my next one. Wow. He he stole every scene he was in.
1: You 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 take it away. Talk talk. Babufrick.
0: Babu <laughs> he just was like, I don't think people, for the most part, people kind of forgot about him, like from the trailer and stuff, because he was mm-hmm. in there pretty briefly. So I think people were kind of surprised and like, I don't know, like what he was, what language he was speaking, or was it was like, like gibberish or what. but then there was, it was so,
1: some English.
0: Yeah. But it was so funny. He's just like, Babu. Especially like when...
1: that scene that scene in the X-Wing with Zari.
0: Yeah. Hey! I, I like the part where after they wipe 3PO's memory, and he, I I am C-3PO, human-type work relations. And he's like, I Babu Frick. That's
1: <laughs> and it turns out Babu Frick is one of his oldest friends. Yeah,
0: that was so good uh that got a laugh in our theater that was good
1: it did and speaking of moments like that i thought the comedic undertones in this movie were so good
0: yeah spot on pretty much i thought
1: and i thought i thought uh poe telling 3po what was it move your met lass i thought that was great and then the scene you mentioned when he wakes up Poe, (laughs) poe just saying yeah that's gonna be a problem
0: yeah 3PO. I guess I'm glad we were wrong about the droids.
1: We were completely wrong about that. We yeah. were absolutely north and south pole. We admit
0: it, but I I've never been gladder to be wrong.
1: <laughs> I I definitely agree. I'm glad we, we were wrong on that one.
0: hmm If there's one to be wrong about, it's the droids. <laughs> Dying. Oh
1: yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Moving on again? Um, sure. Yeah, so one thing that sort of struck me with this was, and I have to, I have to just bring this in, for the simple reason it's the Irish connection. <laughs> if you didn't think Hooks was going to be the spy all along, <laughs> what in the name of God have you been doing?
0: That was so in character for Hooks. Did
1: didn't didn't we start talking about that after Last Jedi?
0: I don't remember.
1: Did I remember I? there was something. Yeah, we were we were chatting about something with Jamie, and we were saying, "Imagine there was a mole in the not a mole in the organisation, but imagine if ever there was somebody going to torn."
0: Oh, I think we were talking about defectors or something.
1: Yes, exactly. It yeah. was. It was then. We were That's mentioning. Funny. It. It was talk. Remember when it was speculated that Phasma might have been a rebel asset. Yeah. And then we had said that potentially Hooks could have been the spy.
0: Yeah. That's funny. I was kind of sad that his fate, though, I thought that would have been cool if he could have actually joined the resistance to try to bring down Kylo.
1: I, I thought that set the tone for General Pride, though, with what he did. That's true. It yeah. showed someone who was very, very intelligent, very, very cool and calculating.
0: True.
1: Oh, keep going! Keep going! Go.
0: Okay. So one thing. I'm
1: excited. Keep going.
0: So another thing I really liked was the camaraderie with uh, the big three, mm-hmm. Poe, Finn, and Ray. You can just tell like what good friends they become, and probably not just the movie, but the actors themselves. So you can you can just tell that with the banter and. You know the the interactions between them all, and I don't know. Like I feel like there might be maybe a future romantic relationship with Poe and Ray. Like I felt like there was a little tension there. <laughs>
1: you 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 weren't disappointed when you weren't disappointed when Finn just gave Rose a little shoulder tap.
0: Um. Well, I I kind of knew that from the book, so it didn't yeah. really disappoint me that much. mm Hmm. But poor Rose didn't hardly get anything in this movie. Oh, sorry,
1: that's what I that's sorry. that's what I meant by Rose. Yeah that you know Finn just gives her that little tap on the shoulder
0: right. But I mean just overall as a character, she didn't really do that much. but I mean, and, I understand you can't in a movie like this you can't give a full storyline to every single character. Yeah. So I know hopefully she'll get some more additional. Either books or comics or maybe even a TV show or something.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought Sorry Bliss should have had a bigger role.
0: She was so good.
1: She was played wonderfully.
0: Yes. I hope we see more of her too.
1: And the the arc with her and Flyboy was great.
0: <laughs> Spice Runner.
1: <laughs> Spice Runner. But if you've ever seen interviews with Oscar Isaac, he is nuts. Yeah. Sure, weren't him and Kerry always just like dancing on set randomly?
0: <laughs> Probably. Who was. Oh, this is kind of talking about the marathon thing I went to.
1: Yeah, uh, but go there's for it.
0: A, There's a good Carrie story in there that, mm-hmm. um, because in between the movies, they did have a few guests from the movies. So they did little interviews. Yeah. Um, so the one before episode seven, they had Greg Grunberg also known as snap, snap. wexley snap. may he rest in peace
1: <laughs> and may we also say a shout out to one of our favorite asshole droids
0: which one chopper the legendary
1: the legendary mr bones
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah okay but anyway so he was telling a story about when he with episode seven and he was working with a scene on carrie that the he just she just like went over and like grabbed his butt <laughs> That so, is no
1: surprise. I know,
0: I was like, that is so classic Carrie, because she would always do that like during her panels and stuff. <laughs> so I, that was cool, seeing him and then his stepdad. I, I wonder if the mom was... Did you see Nora Wexley at all? Like, I don't no. know who she would have been played by.
1: No, but, I didn't.
0: But that would have been a cool cameo. But that was sad. I was sad to see him, his ship crash.
1: Yeah and and I I was sad to see that Black Squadron didn't really get a look in at all
0: yeah it's true
1: but um again he was never going to fit everything into right
0: it would be like a 10 hour movie yeah (laughs) although some of us probably wouldn't have complained but
1: (laughs) no not at all but um we need to talk about something serious for a moment Kate oh okay I have realised my tough outer exterior is gone (laughs) And at the same time I've realized I'm totally heartless.
0: What happened now? <laughs> what what is this in I reference thought, to?
1: I thought what happened with Chewy. Yeah. Would break me. Mm-hmm. I didn't flinch one bit. Really? Yeah, I thought it I thought that was what was going to crucify me and have me in floods.
0: So you knew about that?
1: I mean, when it happened. Oh, okay. I thought that was the one thing that was just going to have me a blubbering mess.
0: I was pretty shocked. But But it didn't. Part of me just couldn't believe that he was actually dead, though.
1: That's not what I'm referring to.
0: What are you referring to?
1: When he breaks down.
0: Oh, okay. With Leia? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I honestly thought that was what was going to get me, and it didn't. It and didn't? it was something.
0: You no, monster.
1: Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> that's that's me being heartless. But then, later on, I realized my tough outer exterior was gone, because the smallest, simplest thing left me a blubbering. What, which nest. thing? Which thing? The Ben Solo smile.
0: Um, I've been seeing a lot of people say that.
1: That hand on heart absolutely annihilated me. I <laughs> I can't e I can't even joke about it. <laughs> I I don't know I don't know why or I don't know what it was. It was well, it, it was almost like it was the first time we saw Ben Solo.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say that.
1: And I mean the real first time that we saw well, Ben actually, Solo, but um
0: what I was gonna say it was it's the first time we see him smile like in the whole trilogy.
1: Hmm.
0: So yeah.
1: But yeah, that, was that, that the, complete... is that the same
0: time when she says, "I did want to take your hand, Ben's hand"? No. Is that no. before that or?
1: No, after. After. Okay. Well, after.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: he yeah. does. He doesn't smile at any point during that because he has the other scene with you know who. Aha mm-hmm. So
0: that's a whole other thing we haven't talked about.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I was I was spoiled for that.
0: What about Emperor Palpatine?
1: No, the J- J- K. How far are you skipping ahead? I don't
0: You're know. You're forgetting
1: one major thing after she says takes Ben's hand. What? He has another very very poignant scene with someone.
0: I don't remember what. Oh, Leia?
1: No, he doesn't have any scene <laughs> with Leia.
0: What part? I don't remember.
1: Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Did, did you watch the film at all? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the, the specific plot details.
1: Oh, Jesus. You're a terrible fan.
0: I know. The worst. Boo. I don't fully read comic books and can't remember the parts of the yeah, movie. Yeah, she,
1: she, she skipped 12 pages of a comic book, folks.
0: <laughs> anyway...
1: But yeah, after after as, as long a marathon as you have, I uh I couldn't blame you for being zombified.
0: But yeah, I thought that she did that right before he died. She said that, and then it, and then he smiled, and then they kissed, and then he died. No.
1: No, they kissed. Then he smiled. Then she. Then he died.
0: Oh okay, but so the Han Solo part was before that.
1: Way before that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, two totally different planets. Okay. <laughs>
0: Anyways, are we still gonna Are, are we still on the saying good things we liked?
1: Hey, whatever you want. If you wanna, if you've got more positive things, dish <laughs> them out. the The fandom, the fandom needs it. Let's the have positivity. it. The
0: positivity. Well, like I was saying, I like I thought it enhanced episode eight because there were there were parts in episode eight where I was where it, like introduced like something really cool, but then it didn't really follow through. So like one of those yeah. things was the X wing. Mm-hmm. So like they do that really cool shot of the the submerged X-wing and then they just kind of forget about it. So I yep. love that. And of course it was awesome to see Octo again. Go Ireland. We were talking about that too. We we came to the conclusion basically that we think it's probably stock footage. Yeah, we think from... it's stock.
1: We think it's stock footage slash a recreation in the studio. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But that's still cool. So ireland representing
1: hey ireland ireland has essentially the the first jedi temple that Mm -hmm. can never be taken away from us
0: (laughs) awesome so yeah i I love that and (coughs) lack of
1: porgs though boo
0: there's just two right yeah boo we need more porgs what happened to the porg and the falcon did they eat it
1: I'd say they were, I'd say Chewie might have had some dinner. Yeah,
0: that's what I think too.
1: Speaking of the Falcon, okay. I love Claude.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we need more. I Claude. just wanted to
1: give. I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> He's
0: probably all slimy.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I honestly thought he. Uh, I honestly thought he was so cool looking. I
0: wonder. I wonder if anyone will cosplay him like at the next celebration. <laughs>
1: i'd say that's very very possible
0: so what else do you have another good thing
1: the the visuals were a lot more stunning than i thought they were going to be from a jj film
0: ah i didn't notice too many lens flares
1: no there wasn't i don't think so but i I mean in terms of in terms of the overall visuals of it i mean the scene where she's training yeah was gorgeous.
0: Oh, that just reminds me of another thing I really liked. <laughs> Go for
1: it. Go for it. We can so, get back to it.
0: Go. So, I mean, really since episode 7, I think a lot of people were clamoring to see Leia train as a Jedi. Mhm. So, we got that in their little whatever digitally manipulated thing they did. <laughs> I thought it was pretty yeah. effective. Um, but like that was so cool to see that.
1: And that scene also gave us a spoiler for the end of the movie. What? When Luke Ray? tells Ray, she had a vision of her son. Right. Basically, dying at the end of the journey.
0: Yeah, because I I kind of talked about that in one of the books I want to say, but she said that she wanted to go into the politics arena when she felt Are you she thinking
1: could... of? Are you thinking of Bloodline, where she knew? That Snoke was already communicating with.
0: I can't remember. I thought maybe you. I remember. think it was. I think
1: you're referring to bloodline. Bloodline.
0: Probably. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would make. I'm sense. I'm
1: nearly certain it's bloodline that you're referring to because that's where we sort of get the indication that Snoke is already aware of of Ben Solo. Because like, the womb. doesn't
0: it even talk about like right after Return of the Jedi when and Luke starting to train her. I thought it there was a book or something. And she's like she makes a decision like no, I want to I can help more by Was influencing that one of the EU,
1: Was that maybe one of the expanded universe ones that was done?
0: No, cuz I haven't read that much of those.
1: Okay. I don't know.
0: Maybe if someone's listening they'll recognize it or maybe I just totally made it all up. <laughs>
1: Well, you we do have Star Wars Brain, so...
0: Yes. Star Wars Brain Part 2. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, I, did, I just loved... I loved that she was training Rey, and then that she had actually trained to be a Jedi and had a lightsaber.
1: Mm-hmm, she did. That was cool. And we got another new lightsaber as well.
0: Ben's. What? Ben's lightsaber? No. Oh, you mean the one at the end, right?
1: Yeah, her one,
0: yeah. Ray's.
1: Ray's lightsaber, yeah.
0: Kind of yellowish, goldish.
1: Yep. And it looked like it was dual-bladed.
0: Ooh. So like her evil self.
1: I could have sworn it was dual-bladed, yeah.
0: It looked like it was made from her staff.
1: Yeah, cause like the 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 middle ropes around the the hilt.
0: Yeah, that's cool. But also Ben's saber. That was Where did
1: it. we get to see Ben's saber?
0: Isn't that the one? Wasn't there? what was the the two she was burying?
1: Was that not the Luke? Was that not Leia's one and Luke's one?
0: Oh, I thought it was Leia and Ben's.
1: No, sure, Ben's was the Kylo Ren one.
0: But he threw that one away.
1: You—that's what I'm saying. So, and the other saber he used was the blue one. Oh. The repaired one, Luke's saber.
0: So when did they repair it?
1: It was, I think. I, that's that's been one of the questions that was asked. Yeah. Did Leia repair it?
0: Oh. Because I was I was kind of confused about that because I was like I thought that like exploded in the last movie. Yeah,
1: that's uh, that that it the. The blue, saber oh, that and red. Oh, that's yeah. probably
0: why I thought that that one of them was bent, because I thought that one, the Luke's, was destroyed.
1: No, no, I think it was uh, it was repaired.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah,
1: I'm nearly certain that's, uh, that's what it was.
0: Well, I'm sure there'll be a comic or something that explains it.
1: Yeah, and we, um, we would be amiss if we didn't give a shout out to Ian McDermott.
0: Yeah, just and... when you thought Palpatine couldn't get any creepier.
1: Yeah, and. That's one of the negatives that I did want to touch on, that when Ian McDermott's interview came out, they pretty much gave the game away.
0: (laughs) So that's what you were talking about in the last episode. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I was talking about.
0: So let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Like, he was making clones of Snoke and controlling him? Is that what you gather from that? Yeah, it
1: was essentially essentially like Sith alchemy. And all the Sith processes for... um, Extending life
0: So was Snoke actually his own person Or was he being totally controlled by Emperor Palpatine
1: I'm assuming it was total control That essentially um, Palpatine was looking to Transfer his consciousness
0: Yep Creepy It made me laugh uh, In the opening crawl When it talks about the Emperor Or the Phantom Emperor And so he really was the Phantom Manus
1: (laughs) Yep 100% Yep but what you were referring to, Kate, is what's known as transcending death. And it's the transfer of consciousness between bodies.
0: Ah. So that's what he was doing to the clone bodies of Snow. Well,
1: that's what I think that's what he was trying to do. You remembered it as always, and I think we spoke about it as well, of something like a force parasite.
0: Mm.
1: Someone clinging to life, wanting to transfer their consciousness from one body to another. Hmm. And it is actually something that is spoken about in the Book of the Sith.
0: Mm.
1: And what exactly what Palpatine says to Ray? Strike me down. Yeah, my soul will transfer to you. Yeah. So that's essentially it.
0: So who is his? Who's Ray's grandma? That's what everybody wants to know.
1: <laughs> or to spin that another way, somebody on Twitter asked, "Who did the dirty deed? Was it the Emperor or Darth Sidious?"
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of people think maybe it was when he was a senator on Naboo. So that would mean Ray has Naboo connection. Well, she does already with him if he's from Naboo. But that's interesting. Well,
1: p- potentially one way of looking at it, yeah.
0: So her, her heritage is also from Naboo, probably. Yeah.
1: But also it begs the question, and it, it, I, I, I would hope that it doesn't, but unfortunately... It does make some people rethink the prophecy of the chosen one.
0: Oh, that's a whole other thing.
1: Yeah, very, very much so.
0: So I have some thoughts on that. <laughs> Go for it! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they kind of brought up the the what do they call it with Kylo and Rey?
1: The diadem and the force.
0: Yeah, so maybe it's something like that, where it's like a combined force.
1: Yeah, well, but that's actually that's actually something what I wanted to to read you a passage of regards something. But finish your thoughts and but, we'll uh, So we'll get another to that.
0: thing is the Skywalkers the family of the Skywalkers is so messed up. Like I think mm-hmm. part of balance of the force is wiping them from the earth or from the galaxy.
1: A porridge, in other
0: words? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think?
1: Well, it's, again, from a certain point of view, it depends on your definition of balance, doesn't it? Always. But to to spin it another way again, darkness cannot exist without light. And vice versa.
0: Yeah. But is that balance, or is balance total elimination of darkness?
1: Well, again, that's all dependent on your point of view, isn't mm-hmm.
0: it? Indeed.
1: And that brings me actually onto Kate the the thing that I wanted to, to read to you about the the rule of two. So we talked about the, you know the the diadem in the force, mm-hmm. and it was always. You know there is a master and an apprentice, mm. but the diadem in the force puts quite a, an interesting spin on things. Mm-hmm. And there is a little paragraph here. Because didn't he say it's read.
0: like the first in, in centuries or in ages? The first in gen-
1: Yes. Generations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to read was this yeah. part about the, the rule of two, if I can find it here.
0: Yeah, do it. Do it.
1: So not so much with the rule of two, Kate, okay? Mm-hmm. But this is a um, section in the Book of Sith, so from the ancient Sith archives. Mm. And it talks about striking from the shadows, mm. which is a very nice um link, isn't it, to what Leia says?
0: What did she say? Oh, about Snoke?
1: Did yeah, no, about Palpatine when she finds out he's back.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: In that, the shadows.
0: Didn't she say something about that as, with Snoke too, though, in Episode Seven?
1: Oh, that. Uh, well, was it not kind of instigated that there was always a shadowy figure?
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. So this was um, this was quite poignant. So in the book of Sith, it mentioned there is a comment from Palpatine that I have struck from the shadows while remaining in plain view as it is a superior disguise. Mm-hmm. So obviously that changed a little bit into the new movie, but he was still striking from the shadows. Mm-hmm. But then this was the one that I wanted you uh, to read here. This was it here. So, the dark side of the force is finally concentrated. It gives the two beings unlimited power. Mm. But the Sith cannot afford to lose either of you. But then, it refers to do not make yourself targets. Even a Sith Lord can be felled by a thousand enemies.
0: Mm. Interesting indeed.
1: So, that for me is quite a, I think, Quite a poignant connection. Mm -hmm. To episode 9. Now I know there are some discrepancies. But the dark side of the force. Is finally concentrated. Which is essentially the final order. Mm -hmm. It gives the two beings. Unlimited power. So we know that they are a diadem. In the force. And when they were combined. There was the vision of them on the throne. Mm -hmm. That is the link towards that. Mm. And then. Even a Sith Lord can be felled by a thousand enemies. Wow. But, to add that then, it says, do not make yourself targets. What did Ben want to do with Rey, with the Jedi and Sith?
0: When, in this movie or? Overall. He wanted them to like, forget everything.
1: Correct. Do not make yourself targets as in go away, forget about everything. Yeah. I think that there is... A really nice link to the history of the Sith and and that. Right. I thought I thought that was quite a poignant um, statement in that respect.
0: True. Alright, so we're already o- at over an hour. So perfect. So should we, should we talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the things we didn't like so much? Yep,
1: yeah, perfect. We can definitely do that.
0: Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I thought Ben Solo should have lived... Yeah, but obviously that tied in then with Leia because technically Ben Solo didn't transfer his own life force.
0: Hmm.
1: He pretty much transferred Leia's.
0: Oh, that's interesting. To save Ray, you mean? Yeah. Because that's you when know, her body disappears
1: She she yes yeah, she doesn't disappear until Ben Solo passes. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So me and my brother were having a kind of interesting conversation about this. And because I kind of was saying that too like why do you have to die and he's like well don't you think he he had to to be redeemed so basically he was saying that in order for all the horrible things he did he needed to basically sacrifice his life it was his thoughts so I thought that was interesting
1: yeah it's definitely interesting and um, technically it was Leia giving up her life for both
0: there goes you his know, theory <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again it's it's a it's a it's a worthy point, certainly
0: hmm I think that there might be something to that too about you know just getting rid of those skywalkers are too meddlesome
1: well, technically Ray Skywalker lives
0: I know, but she's not technically a skywalker,
1: but the name Skywalker is still there, yeah, that beacon but... is is still there,
0: yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> Although you could argue that Palpatine probably is worse, <laughs> than correct? But so, what's the deal with her dad? Like, did the Force skip a generation?
1: Maybe, maybe he chose not to
0: hmm.
1: have any involvement in that sort thing. I, think, I maybe... think he
0: says, "I think Emperor Palpatine at one point says you're weak, like your parents." Yeah. Huh.
1: Or did he class them weak because they didn't want to live as force users?
0: Yeah, could be.
1: They cut themselves off from the force entirely. Mm. Can I touch on a a big one for me?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Space horses on a Star (laughs) Destroyer.
0: You didn't like that?
1: No. I I, I thought that was ridiculous. (laughs) Genuinely, that was fun for me. I was just going, oh my God, no.
0: Yeah, that didn't bother me too much. I kind of was hoping for more, like, Force ghosts. Maybe, like, Anakin.
1: I think they missed out on a huge opportunity with Hayden.
0: Yeah, like, especially after, you know, that revelation at the beginning that I've always been the voices you've heard in your head. Then it would have been cool to actually have Anakin. Once Ben, or once he turned it back to Ben.
1: I thought the only way the Han solo scene could have been cooler was if Anakin showed Han to Ben.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. You
1: you know, if the conversation had been between Anakin and Ben and then Anakin disappears and Han is there.
0: And what happened? Like, how come Ben wasn't with Luke and Leia at the end?
1: That was something I would have loved to have found out as well.
0: Yeah. I did see a theory that maybe he actually, you know, like the Emperor said he was going to in- inhabit her body, basically, that that's what Ben did. But I don't know if I like that.
1: No, I, I wouldn't weird. be liking that one. Yeah. Um, another one from me was I don't think we've seen enough of Richard E. Grant.
0: See, yeah, the whole thing, because he just kind of comes out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. And if he served the emperor for years, I thought yeah. that would have been cool to have more of him.
0: Hopefully, we'll get a prequel or something about him.
1: That would oh, be pretty sweet.
0: Do we want so on the Twitter? Where was it? We we asked for questions. Yeah, so that just reminded me. So I think Paul,
1: I think I already I think I already answered the question.
0: Yeah, you did, but it, it might be good to have on the podcast too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So Paul eyes. At Paul Eyes on Me. He said, How did Dominic Monaghan. Mon- Monaghan did I say it right? <laughs> Very good.
1: Well done. Very well done.
0: How did his character know so much? Because he just. He kind of seems like he's like. He jumps right in there and he's like. Knowing everything. So you answered him. You said, He's not got much background, but he makes an appearance in the IDW Adventures. As far as we know, he understood Wookiee. So it's maybe safe to assume he had an interest in languages and other cultures, much like Eli Vanto, for example. So there you go. But he was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, that's just my sort of reasoning and my logic into it. That if you can understand Mm -hmm. Shai it's probably safe to assume that you are pretty good with languages. Yeah. So that's a potential and we actually had another question on uh, the Facebook page Kate Ooh, go for it and this was from Gordon and he said tots on Snokes um, shall we say hairpiece <laughs> so first and foremost do we think it's a hairpiece or is it just some kind of material headdress
0: yeah it looks like a hat to me
1: Yeah, it just looks like kind of a headdress of some sort, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. That would be horrible if that was a hairpiece.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It would be, wouldn't it? It'd be a really weird toupee.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Weird.
1: Yeah. And actually, Kate, while we're on that, it's a negative of um, Rise of Skywalker that I'm hoping will actually be covered in the comic.
0: Oh, what's that?
1: I want to know more about the Church of the Force,
0: oh, yeah, that would be oh so that's that's another thing, um, I guess I, I like this, so this isn't like something I didn't like, but i and I actually I predicted this if you look at my uh pinned tweet, oh yes, so about remember, I think we were talking a little bit about for thin and force sensitivity yes, and stuff for stuff like what that. He
1: was going to what he was actually going to tell Ray.
0: Right, and J.J. did confirm that, so...
1: yeah, he did indeed. And that's something that we've always talked about on the show, is there is, seems to be, maybe a distinguish between someone who is Force-sensitive versus someone who is a Force-user.
0: Right. So yeah, that would have been cool to kind of have more about the Church or the Force then, with some of those... The ones that believe in the Force, but not necessarily are like active users. And
1: there have been links throughout the film. You know, Maz Kanata, and Tekka. Yep. And even then into Rogue One.
0: Yep. Lyra. With
1: our two, with our two good buddies.
0: <laughs> Which two?
1: Really? Baze and Shiru.
0: Oh, okay. Well, because Lyra, remember, she gives her the little locket thing or the necklace. With yeah. The- but I mean in
1: terms of the actual yeah. church of and she was as well she was a, a believer.
0: Yeah. That that could be a cool side project to to find, to find out more about that. So we'll see. So that's
1: why I'm hoping the comic will answer more of that.
0: But but I thought that was cool with uh Jana's character and then all that whole colony or whatever it was that they all that the for I think the force sensitivity is what makes them bad stormtroopers, so
1: I and I, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. You were saying it was the force sensitive stuff. hmm I was saying it could have been a flaw in the programming of Armitage Hooks.
0: Mm. Could be. Mm hmm. But some of them were just kidnapped, weren't they?
1: Yeah, they were taken as children.
0: Oh, so you mean like when they were, when they were training Actually them. going
1: through their programming, the yeah. That it's a flaw. Huh.
0: Hmm. That's a theory. The Huxes are also white. Oh, yeah. Clean from the galaxy. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Anything else you really didn't like?
1: Um, Some parts just kind of felt really drawn out i thought the arrival of ben solo was a little too long mm. and it, it's a double-edged sword in that it, the lack of dialogue ended up being a stroke of genius but in another way mm-hmm. it was terrible i mean in the last sort of the movie all he utters is ow
0: <laughs> true so at the beginning who was that he was striking down on that planet all those bloody zombie things
1: I thought I, I thought I seen something that that was Mustafar.
0: Yeah, I thought I saw that too, and yeah. it's been like re terraformed or something. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm sure we'll we'll probably get more answers, especially like when the book comes out. Oh yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. But what else? I guess one thing I. It might just be the editing or whatever, but it seemed yeah, like Yeah, go over. It seemed like with um, as far as Rey and Palpatine, it kind of like first he wants her dead, then he wants her live, then he wants her to kill him. It just seemed like it kind of kept jumping around a little. Maybe that could have been mm-hmm. streamlined a little to make it easier to understand.
1: Yeah, and it definitely and the, I don't know if Maybe you've... the
0: plan was changing.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether you felt the same, but it maybe felt like it was rushed in parts. Yeah. Like it was almost trying to fit in too much all at once.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see the deleted scenes and everything like that. Yeah. Or maybe there'll be an extended version.
1: Potentially could be. But if I was to say there was one thing... That I disliked kind of more so than anything else. It was the fact that there are still so many unanswered questions.
0: Yeah. True that. But that is the nature of Star Wars.
1: (laughs) That is the nature of the beast. And in terms of what I would be predicting going forward. Is that the future of Star Wars is in the streaming. Yeah. We we know there's at least one new trilogy going ahead. We we know that much.
0: Is that the Ryan Johnson?
1: The Ryan one, yeah. So we know that's going ahead. That's something totally brand new. Nothing to do with what has come before. I um, think that's
0: going to be excellent.
1: I think that's going to be. I I think that should have been what happened from the start.
0: Exactly. That's exactly I what I was going to say.
1: I know we will have another show focusing on sort of the overall trilogy and there were just too many mistakes yeah. made at the top.
0: So I just I had one more thing I really liked um, was when Moz gave uh, Chewbacca Hans medal. So I mean it very, was very very poignant it was really fan servicey it seemed like but it also really worked and obviously if you read the comics you know that whole story about him he gave it to that little girl or whatever. But I thought this was a really good way to kind of appease the fans. People have been talking about that for 42 years now, so I thought that was a nice little nod. It
1: was. Um, I suppose it was. It was a fitting moment for such a loved character.
0: Yeah, I thought. I thought Maz and Chewbacca were gonna kiss for a second.
1: <laughs> oh good lord!
0: <laughs> I'm glad it went that way and not the kissing way.
1: Oh, imagine.
0: <laughs> anyway okay so let's kind of wrap start wrapping things up yeah final okay so what would out of 10 stars how many do you think you would give rise of skywalker
1: um i think in the grand in the in the overall scheme of things with what jj had to work with if i was viewing it from that sort of point mm-hmm. i would give it a maybe a, a nine a nine point five Nice. Purely just with everything overall. That's just purely from a, a closing out point of view with everything that he right. had to work with. But overall in terms of the movie, um it would be maybe a, a solid eight eight point five for me.
0: I'm I'm kind of right around that area. I was thinking like eight point five nine.
1: Yeah, but it's for the simple reason for me the trilogy did not go the way I wanted it to, so I can't give it higher <laughs> marks, but just purely like
0: Luke. <laughs> this isn't going the way you think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but purely, um, I, I really and truly don't think JJ could have done a better job. He was never going to please any, please everyone. And, yeah. you know, we just have to accept that.
0: Right. So obviously, folks, uh, there's lots more we could have talked about, but we don't want to make this like a three-hour episode. <laughs> so there'll be more to come, so... Be sure if you have any thoughts or anything like that, just send it, send them our way and we'll try to address them on a future episode.
1: And don't forget, you can send us a voice message via Anchor as well.
0: Yeah, we need to get some of those. (laughs) Very cool. Maybe we need to do like a prize or something if you send us one of those.
1: Yeah, potentially Um, could do. i
0: will have to think about that. Okay, so I guess... I'll talk about my marathon a little bit more if you guys want.
1: Yeah, too, right?
0: (laughs) So, the El Capitan is this really awesome, like, historical theater right on Hollywood Boulevard. And Disney went in and restored it, like, in 1989, I think. But it's, like, Art Deco. So, it's, like, that very lavish, everything is so ornate and intricate. And there's, like, everything's gold and... It's really cool. So it was fun to be able to see it there. So the marathon, I know a few people were asking like how long it was. So it was just over 24 hours about. So we got there. We were probably there actually longer because we got there early. So we were there probably 24, probably like 27, 28 hours total at the theater. Um, so, So yeah, they did... It was funny because they must have gotten off schedule or something because I thought we were supposed to have like a half hour in between each one. But then Mm -hmm. after episode one, they're like, okay, next movie starting in five minutes. And we're like, what? (laughs) But it was cool because in between they got a few guests to do interviews like I was talking about earlier. So we got to hear from Ahmed Best, uh, Daniel Logan, and Greg Grunberg. And mm-hmm. then they had like the droids come in between and stuff like that, and then um, we were kind of disappointed. We thought there would be more like maybe bigger names as it got closer to episode nine. Like maybe we'd get like Ray or uh, Kylo. Those are <laughs> but, still
1: pretty cool guests, though.
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool, but yeah. Um, and then you know we got a goodie bag when we with our tickets. So there was, like, a giant Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket, a blanket, like a souvenir blanket. They're, it's really cool. I'll have to post pictures of everything.
1: Nice. Um,
0: a little uh, commemorative pin. What else? Oh, yeah, our comfort kit from, I think it was United, like, when you go on that those Star Wars flights. So it basically mm-hmm. had, like, an eye mask, earplugs. What uh, What else? I I think it was like a little toothpaste. I didn't actually. I had my own toothpaste, so I didn't need to open it. But, um, but yeah, it was super cool. And then, so it it was really funny because I won those tickets from a contest with Nerdist, right?
1: Yeah. So I'd already won
0: those. So I'd already won that. And in between, they were also doing like um, raffles and giveaways where they would just call your seat number and you would win. Sweet. And so it was. What was really funny was. At one point, they had called the seat right next to me that was empty, so no one won it.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: And so then I, like they were doing another, like one of the last ones, I think. They were like, um, I, I whispered to my brother, I was like, oh, we don't have a chance, because they already called something kind of in our section that was right next to my seat. And right after I say that, they called my number. <laughs> so then I won. So in addition to all that stuff, I also won... A Rise of Skywalker hat. Stationary set. And a travel mug.
1: You did put pictures up of that, didn't you?
0: Yeah. I'll have to put some more though. Because the the ones were kind of in boxes. You couldn't really see what was in them. What I want to do is a picture of of all the uh, loot I got this weekend. Or I guess it wasn't the weekend. But on my Hollywood trip. Because then the next day we went to the Funko... Hollywood store. So I got... You
1: saw my Funko, did you? Which one? The giant Boba Fett.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, the one you posted. I thought you were talking about Mm -hmm. Hollywood Funko store. Is that one of the 10 inches?
1: It's... I think it's bigger. Really? Yeah, I'm nearly certain. It's huge.
0: Crazy. I want to... Well, actually, I did. I pre-ordered the giant Baby Yoda one. Nice. (laughs) So I have the for the giant punkos. I have Dio and a Porg, and then I'll have Baby Yoda. But
1: that's a nice selection.
0: Yes, but anyway, so that that was basically the twenty four hour marathon was so fun and such a great way to close out the Skywalker saga, and it was fun because I had my brother with, and we had went to the Force Awakens marathon in two thousand fifteen when it was just seven movies. Yeah,
1: that was when that was why I asked. The last time was like, are you doing a marathon cuz I know you've done that previously.
0: Yeah. Yep. So it all worked out well, so.
1: Once you had fun, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. It was it was really cool. Oh, and then I do still have to post the pictures too. In the basement of the theater, they had a really cool costume display. Nice. So they had they had stuff from like everything. Well, not the old stuff, obviously, but, like, all the new Disney-era costumes. So they had, like, Rogue One. Sweet. Oh, I'm trying to remember all the different stuff they had. And then, of course, like, from the new movies. And so I'll have to post those, because that was pretty neat.
1: Yeah, definitely do.
0: Yeah. Yes. So, anything else you want to add? <laughs>
1: No, I think we've just got to play a waiting game now to see what is on the horizon.
0: I know, that's the other thing. After Rise of Skywalker ended, I just kind of looked over at my brother and was like, well, now what are we supposed to do with our lives?
1: (laughs) The Mandalorian.
0: That's true. We're going to be getting some really cool series and stuff like that. So
1: Absolutely.
0: Fun to see. Alrighty, folks, so... Like we said earlier, we want to hear your thoughts, so feel free to send a message at Blob of the Hut or our anchor voicemail. All right, so until next time. So until next time.
1: We'll always be with you. No one's ever really gone.